Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning, everybody. Um, I just changed the show to a short show this morning because I just got a text um, from one of my children, and I get to go watch them doing an event today. Yay! So fun. It's been a while since I got to watch them do these kind of things. It's at a track meet because usually I'm one of the moms volunteering and busy doing things for that, and I don't get to watch my kids, so I'm pretty excited. So this is going to be a short show. But I do want to talk about comfort zones, divine connections, and boundaries. So when's the last time you got out of your comfort zone and got did something that made you nervous, anxious, scared? For me, it was yesterday. I did a memorial service for someone who's pretty special to me. Her husband had crossed over, and she'd asked me a few months ago, and I've never done one. So I was pretty honored that she uh, wanted to give me the opportunity because uh, what she wanted for this service was totally in line with what I believe and do. And so, um, yeah, I was scared. (laughs) I was. I was pretty nervous. Um... Luckily, everybody that I worked with for it was awesome. And um, so I've been to a lot of funerals, memorial services, things like that, and I've never seen the crossed over loved one show up. There's been a few energies, like there's been a few like energies flying through, but I've never actually clairvoyantly seen them. Until yesterday. And of course, it was while I was speaking. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Totally stumbled, totally had a moment, totally made a joke about it, and uh, carried on. Yeah, I will be prepared for next time. Her and I did have a conversation, and I said, you know, I feel like they ever do this will be the time because number one i'm the officiant number two her and i discussed it and number three he knew me too and we've had conversations about this type of thing i felt if it was possible this gentleman would make it happen and he did it was so cool but so crazy Ah, I was getting ready to uh, to go, and I had, you know, my book and my ceremony all printed out, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. This isn't like a wedding, you know, where I have the bride and groom up there, and that's who I'm actually talking to. This is like I'm on stage for all the people. Yikes! Oh, well. 
one thing is I don't get freaked out about it. And I knew I would probably make a mistake because there was a word in there that I struggled with and we laughed about it. And she's like, well, we can change it. And I'm like, no, make me work for it, right? It's good for me. Yeah, it was pretty special. It really was. Um, I got to talk about, you know, the afterlife and spiritual matters and what happens and how things go. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful, the ceremony that we put together. And it was very honorable. So even though it was, you know, saying goodbye in a time for that, it wasn't super sad. I don't know how else to explain it. We just created an energy where we got to remember him. As she put it, we remembered his best. That was pretty cool. I'm actually going to ask her if I can borrow that because I have to decide if I want to do more of these. Still out of my comfort zone, but it's good for us to do that. Get out of your comfort zone. Try something. And really, the, the trick or the key is to make sure you have solid divine connections. Having faith and trust that things will work out. They're probably not going to work out the way you want or the way you expect. And we're getting massive lessons on being flexible in that, rolling with that, not letting that derail us. Because our world is different. <laughs> Another nice thing is I got to chat with some people that I haven't got to chat with in a really long time. Really long time. And that was fun. That was really fun. And met lots of new people. And to- again, totally out of my comfort zone. But I do have the ability to get in a zone, right? It's how I do readings. And and interestingly enough, I've done a lot of medium readings over the last month. More so than usual because I don't advertise it. I do it. But it's not something that I promote because I'm selective. I have boundaries. I have big boundaries with that because it takes um, – a different kind of an energy than when I'm doing a soul session. Um, I can't do uh, give me half hour notice medium reading. It just doesn't work that way because I need to make sure. And you know what? It has nothing to do with our crossed over loved ones. It has everything to do with me. I like to make sure I'm prepared. I like to make sure that I'm ready. And I need to be in a top energy because the way I see it is I only get one shot to prove that it's true, to validate that that's who I'm speaking with. And if I'm not able to bring my A game, I don't want to screw it up. Does that make sense? Because it's emotional, it's intense. Don't get me wrong, it's amazing, completely amazing. But it's not something that I um, want to take a chance on not having my A game. And I also have to practice boundaries with the crossed over loved ones because when you open that door sometimes, you don't know, it's not scary who will walk through. But if you have crossed over loved ones that just really want to say hi, they, they try. And I have to say, okay, not you, you. (laughs) 
I mean, good thing I'm a strong personality and I've been doing this a long time, right? It entertains me, though. Sure does. So I have to say that when I was, you know, getting ready to do this, and I do ask the universe for signs. If you're out of your comfort zone or not out of your comfort zones, I um. I tend to ask the universe for signs. Sorry, I was just getting a sign. It was weird, really weird. Okay, um, things that happened, which totally surprised me, was uh, dragons. Dragons keep coming up in conversations over the last week and a half. So interesting. Now, I haven't sorted it out yet to figure out what that means, mainly because life is so, you know, extra busy right now. But I thought, okay, okay. And one of the things for dragons when it's reversed from one of Colette Baron Reed's decks is you are always protected and divinely directed. And don't ignore the red flags. I'll have to find out what the opposite is, the positive or the less of a warning thing is about dragons. Because I don't know why, but I keep hearing about dragons, and it's unusual. Seriously unusual. Sorry, I feel like I'm going to be scattered today because I just got another text from my children and they need me sooner than I thought. So, <laughs> isn't this the way of our world, though? We've got to be flexible. We've got to be, you know, prepared to just do what we've got to do when we've got to do it and not. You know what, though? Shame on me. I knew this morning, oh, I should do a replay show. Something's going to come up, and I'm not going to be able to finish the whole show and then I thought, nah, nah, do it. You'll be fine. <laughs> How often do we say that? We ignore those little bumps. We ignore those little hits. And we're like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Guess what? <laughs> I should have listened. I should have listened. But I didn't. So have about five minutes and then I have to go <laughs> I know good times good times one of those kind of days right one of those kind of days okay so because I tend to be organized sometimes I am going to now do a replay show I'm just going to Set it up while I chat with you. And I'm going to do um, the cord cutting and releasing any negative energies because that one's really jumped out at me right now. So that um, if you guys have anything that you want to release, if you have any um, anything stuck in your energy that you would like to cut the cords with. So how do you know? Okay, so if you're obsessing about something, 
and it just keeps bugging you and you can't seem to like stop thinking about it and it feels a little stuck. You've created a cord with that situation or that person and, it, and you need to cut it to be able to move on cleanly and clearly. Does that make sense? Um, and it helps you have boundaries. Totally helps you have boundaries. So I am going to go ahead and play that. I apologize. I should have listened to myself this morning. I should have listened to my divine guidance and did a replay show. Ah, that's okay. We got this, right? We can do it now. So I will go ahead. It's going to start from the beginning again. <laughs> I'm totally entertained. I just am. Um, this is how our world's been like the last couple of weeks. It's, you know, I'll plan for things and it just goes haywire and I have to be very flexible. I have to just go with the flow and keep my boundaries intact. But just kind of roll with it and make decisions on the fly. So I wouldn't say I'm getting good at it. I will say that... Um, becoming my new normal <laughs> so i will revisit the comfort zones divine connections and boundaries with a different title of course on a future show i have no idea if i'm going to be back next week i'm just going to roll with it and see what happens so thanks for listening to this part and i hope the cord cutting and releasing negative energies helps you if you need it if you don't then yay even better right so wishing you all a wonderful Wednesday. Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. 
practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning. How is everybody doing today? I hope today is filled with good things for you. How are you um, handling the energies of the world right now? (laughs) Wow. I'm finding it extremely hectic. I'm finding it a challenge to create some downtime. It's um, bustling. I just, I don't know any other words for it. It just feels like um, my to-do list is not getting done. It feels long, and it feels like I'm busy all day, though. I'm not sitting around and um, napping, which maybe that is the answer. (laughs) Something else that's interesting that's going on in the world right now is... um, validations, I guess I'm going to call it. So we all know I'm psychic. I know things, I see things, I feel things. And oftentimes I will get a sense about people and nobody else, Not I can't say it like that, but people that I may mention it to don't see, hear, feel what I see. And then I feel a little awkward. You all know how that is. And then I question myself, but less than I used to for sure. But here's something interesting that's happening. In the last few weeks, other people are being shown what I know to be true. So it's validating for me. At the same time, I wish it wasn't true. Because that's that's the thing that happens, right? When you're extremely intuitive and psychic, the challenge is you know things and you either wish you didn't know them or you second guess because you're like, really, would people be that way? Like, I don't want to believe that. Like, really? But then you get the validations and they show in a certain way that's, you know, undeniable that this is who they are and you're validated, but at the same time you're disappointed. I hope that makes sense because I know a lot of you experience this. I, you know, when talking with people, you know, when they have sessions with me and they're expanding their intuition, they want to understand their gift of intuition One of the biggest challenges is when you know things about people that are not positive. You see them for who they are. But here's the thing. Just because you can see people for who they are doesn't mean you don't accept them and love them anyway. 
One of the big things you know, being psychic and intuitive, is that everybody has their shadow sides. Everybody has their things that they would like to change about themselves or they're not sure about themselves. The thing is, with being psychic, you see those parts of the people, but you love them anyway. But for, you know, the people that aren't so aware, when they know you can see those parts of them, they don't want anything to do with you because of their own uncomfortableness. And it can get discouraging. It can be hard because you don't see the world that way. So it's been tumultuous, and I cannot believe how much is coming out in the open to validate people and the way I've seen things. And when I mention it to people, they're like, no, I don't think so. It's crazy. So crazy. The heads up, people, own your shadow parts of you or else they're going to come out in ways that you may not love. Just own them. Because you know what? We're all in this together. I see tons of people's shadow sides when I'm you know, talking to them or dealing with them. And the ones that don't own it, who are not really willing to take responsibility for who they are, what they do, what they say, I tell you what, it comes out eventually in a way that's worse or more embarrassing than if they just owned it in the beginning. You know, I'm careful never to name names or to give too many details so that people in my life can figure out who I'm talking about. And so if I'm sounding vague, that's why. Because I'm not talking about this to embarrass the other person. That's not my deal. My deal is to give you all a heads up. Being self-aware may have its challenges, but it has its huge rewards. And covert action, actions and, you know, doing things with an agenda, it's all coming out. Like, it's all going to be clear to everybody. So think about what you're doing. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Thoroughly enjoyed kind of seeing this unfold because this person has been seriously nasty to me, seriously nasty and getting away with it. Again, because of my extreme empathy for people, there had been times when I should have, could have easily called this person out in a public way and discredited them when they were saying things that weren't true. And in the moment, I went through it in my head, do I want to do this? I could do this. I should do this because they would do it to me if they could, but that's not who I am. I would rather have a one-on-one private conversation and say, what the heck, but not with this certain individual. That ship has sailed a long time ago because I've tried, and it doesn't work. And so 
the bitch part of me totally enjoyed watching the entertainment unfold. And I didn't pretend I didn't. That's what I mean about owning those parts of yourself, right? We're not all sweetness, love and light all the time. It wouldn't be possible. But own them because if you don't, they could pop up in a way that you can't go back from and then you may have to make some apologies to people. And people have short memories, so it's okay. I don't, though. I tend to be the type that holds a grudge. Yep. Yep, I do. I can call it holding a grudge, or I could sugarcoat it and say, you know what, I choose not to be in those people's energy. You know, there's lines and boundaries that I have. I mean, it's all true. When you cross certain lines with me, you can't go back. You you just cannot go back. And I usually check into what your intention is. Unless I don't feel like it. I just don't want to like you. The end. I'm human. We're all human, right? We we This is an option we have. But when there's certain lines that you cross with me, it's really hard for you to uncross. You can uncross them. I don't give you the opportunity. That's my shadow side. But I like it. <laughs> it makes my world cleaner. It makes my world energetically clear. I know who I can trust and I know who I can't. I've learned to trust my own inner guidance on these situations. And yes, I can fall back into the patterns of giving second chances where second chances should not have happened. I have some people annoyed with me right now. And annoyed is putting it mildly because I'm making some decisions that's in the best interest of my family. I've been down this road before. Made decisions that it's in the best interest of my family and it didn't suit other people's agendas and egos and they don't like it and they don't behave with grace. Their adulting (laughs) is less than it could be and I don't I don't let it deter me. But how often do we fall into those traps where we will do things to avoid confrontation, to avoid ruffling up somebody, to avoid annoying them, all those things, and we end up in obligation that we wish we weren't in. Now, My topic is about cords, letting go of negative energy. Here's the deal. So we can create cords all the time, Um, attachments. So you have a cord attaching you and your spouse. It's just connections, and they're beautiful, but they can get toxic. So when you have a negative cord, it's when you have a relationship with somebody, and it doesn't have to be like a love relationship, a friendship. It could be a coworker, any type of relationship. And it becomes unbalanced or you make them mad at you or they um, cause you to be mad at them, like for whatever reasons. And the cords can become negative. 
because of the circumstances. And that's when we need to cut those because they can drain our energy and make us tired. It can create an obligation that we are making toxic. It doesn't mean the person's toxic. It doesn't mean you're toxic or negative, but we can create that energy. And we can for sure be in the pattern of doing this and wishing that we could stop it, but we just don't know how or we um, are too empathic and we don't want to go through that energy of someone being angry with us because we feel it. I'm, I'm aware that this is what I do. So calling people out in public is not something I'm comfortable with because here's what happens to me. Okay, so that example. This person said things that were blatantly untrue to make them look better, and it was in a group, and I sat there going, seriously, how do I want to handle this? And I slowed down time, and I went through all the scenarios in my head really quickly, and I realized it would be more upsetting to me to call the person out on it than it would be to just let it go. I mean, I did say something and let her know that I knew, but everybody else in the room would have just taken everything at face value. A couple people knew the truth, <clears throat> but I also knew that they wouldn't have my back because one of them tells people what they like to hear and then pats themselves on the back for a job well done, which is not effective leadership. And so when I was going through the scenarios, I real like I have to realize that so, yes, I will – Say what I need to say to prove the person is not telling the truth, but at the same time, I would make everybody else in the room uncomfortable. I would feel their energy of, really, do we need to do this now? I would feel their energy of, well, you're being petty. Or I'd feel their energy of, oh, finally, finally someone called this person out. Yay! But there would be a lot of conflicting energy, right? And when people get embarrassed by a confrontation, that energy I feel intensely because I don't necessarily like making people feel uncomfortable because then I feel it, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. I could have done it, and I could have blocked everyone's energy, and I could have just focused on her. But here's the thing. I'm well aware that I could destroy people. I'm in a conflict with someone right now because they're not happy with my choices and I'm well aware I could destroy them energetically and I'm working hard not to. There's the shadow sides, right? I'm working through how I can address the situation in an adult manner with courtesy and respect, but with clarity. And I know it's not going to be pretty, but at the same time, I'm aware that if I don't do it that way, 
I will probably end up doing it a different way, and that would be more destructive. This is what happens when you get a huge awareness of your own self. You're able to dig deep. You're able to figure out your intentions. You're able to figure out your best course of action for everybody involved. And sometimes you're able to realize you simply do want to destroy somebody because of what they have done to you. And it's neither right nor wrong. Sometimes these things do have to happen. In my case, I am probably still a little bit on the fence about that, I'll admit. I haven't worked through all the energies of it yet because, like I said a little bit ago, covert action, hidden agendas, blatant BS of people is all coming to the surface where everybody can see it undeniably. There's definitely beauty in that. And so I might just wait and let that happen. I will certainly give the energy to it to have truth come out. But we also know that right now perception is everything. So let's go back to my example. If I would have called this person out in that group situation, the people that have done similar things would not be comfortable with that situation and decide that I was a troublemaking liar. Why? Because it suits their personal agendas. Is it right? No. Is it fair? No. And even though I could have pulled up proof, black and white, on paper proof, that what I was saying was true, would it really matter if somebody wants to believe badly about you, they are going to no matter what you do. If somebody wants to make you look bad, because it makes them feel better about themselves, they are going to do so no matter what you do. It was interesting because there was rumblings that uh, in the last couple of weeks that somebody really wanted to say something to me to make me look bad, but they didn't have the courage to do it when I was there. They're doing it behind the scenes a lot. But what they're also doing is showing who they truly are and it's ugly. And I feel compassion for them. I do. But then I feel compassion with boundaries. Because just because I feel sorry for you doesn't mean I'm going to let you cause harm when I can stop you. There's somebody annoyed with me right now because their choices and their actions have consequences. And the consequences didn't come for quite some time, so they thought they were in the free and clear. The consequences are now happening, 
and they are not handling it gracefully. But I made it very clear why these consequences are happening. Very clear. But they don't want to address that, and they don't want to take responsibility for that. And quite frankly, they're looking foolish. So again, I encourage you, look at your own actions, look at your intentions, look at what you're putting out into the world, look at what you're trying to suppress. What is it about you that you do not want people to see? Are you putting a facade out in the world? There's somebody that I follow that fascinates me as well as repels me. I I don't follow them too closely because of the repelling part, but I have to say they fascinate me because they're like genius at marketing. They're genius at doing the telling people what they want to hear to get business. Genius. And a lot of the people don't realize that's what they're doing. I'm also following this other um, group who um, their mission right now is to bring to the forefront marketing that is designed to trigger emotional responses in you so that you buy even if it's not totally beneficial. And I'm completely fascinated by that. Because that's what advertising is in marketing, right? It's triggering an emotional response in you so that you buy a product, buy a service, even if you may or may not want it, or it may or may not be beneficial for you. How much money have we wasted? (laughs) And we get to call it a waste when it's not beneficial after we've bought it, right? And we don't always want to admit it because it's kind of shameful, kind of shameful. But this is how we learn right? And get an awareness of yourself and you'll know what fits and what doesn't. I know I preach that all the time, but I'm a reverend, so I can. So there you go. I can't believe all this stuff, situations, hidden agendas that are just being presented front and center right now. It is fascinating, but a little disturbing, isn't it? But people have their own stuff they're dealing with, and it may or may not be something you're dealing with. Here's the thing. It's okay, and it will be okay, I think. (laughs) Crazy, though, totally unreal. So one of the things, you know, is to be aware of whose energy you're taking on. I can't recommend sea salt baths enough. Cord cutting, which we are going to do a great big one today. We're going to disconnect some cords and then reattach some positive ones because we need to be able to function. You need to have that clarity. And we need some pure positive energy in our lives. So we can tell the difference. We are conditioned to believe certain things that may or may not be true. But we're conditioned. 
And it takes courage to not believe. It takes courage to question. It takes courage to say, no, that does not work for me. It takes courage to say, no. It takes courage also to realize your own patterns. So I help. I like to be busy. I was at an event on the weekend, and I purposely was not part of it in a big way, as I have in the past, because I had other commitments I needed to give energy to. And one of them was helping my children survive this school year because it's been tumultuous. And so when it came time for the event, um, I offered my help a few days before, and they're like, no, I think we got this. And I'm like, yay, awesome. I was helping a little bit on the day. And then at one point I stopped and I realized that in offering to help and trying to, you know, be helpful, make things go smoother, I looked around and I was the only one doing this task. And this task wasn't even really something that had to be done because it could only be done partially because of the way someone else handled pieces of it. And I looked around and I went, wow, look at what I'm doing again. I'm falling into my pattern of picking up the pieces when other people trot merrily away and do something else more fun, picking up the sludge work. So I went, huh, how can I deal with this so that I no longer do this? So I made a choice to have fun and simply stop. And I couldn't quite do it the whole way. (laughs) I know, baby steps, right? So I helped a little in a certain way or two until that part was over and then I stopped. That was hard, I have to tell you, because I could see things that were happening. I could read the energies of what was to come. But if I step in and help, which I'm good at, I don't know that it would be appreciated. Because let's be realistic. Sometimes helping, you're saying the other people can't actually complete the task. And they can. They might not complete it in the way you did. They might get messy. They might make some errors and mistakes and not handle it gracefully. But that's part of their learning If we're constantly propping them up and making them look better than what they are, we are taking away from their experience. We are violating them. Because, I mean, the dust settled, it's fine. There was glitches. They have to deal with it. Whether they dealt with it gracefully or not gracefully is none of my business. We're all here to learn. 
and maybe it's the shadow side of me that um, can't help but help when I see help is needed. And maybe it's, you know, my need to feel useful, my need to get positive results, my need to take care of everybody and everything. Every time I get a reading, I get told that I'm the, you know, the nurturer and the mother energy and I take care of everybody and everything. And I'm like, yes, it's something that I have to be aware of because I do and it's not always healthy for me. So I took this last year to do things differently in my life. As some of you probably know, I do I haven't written blogs for a long time. I used to write about my experiences to help other people and I realized I needed to take a break. I need to take a step back for a year or longer, we'll see how it goes, because I found myself wondering if I was creating situations so I'd have something to write about. Was I attracting tumultuous situations so I could teach other people? Makes you go, hmm, doesn't it? If you're known as a problem solver, do you attract more people with problems so you can solve them than may be healthy for you? I am still conducting that experiment. I will say early results. I was able to see my life in different ways. I was able to acknowledge a few more of the shadows that I probably wouldn't have been able to acknowledge before. So that was helpful. I was able to simplify and give my energy to other places. Um, actually, a bonus came that somebody really needed me during this time that I might not have um, as much time for or be able to focus on as well if I wouldn't have taken this step back this last year. I mean, because a year ago, some crazy things happened that were just such BS. And even before that, and I had to, I've let people go that I just, I, I have no choice for my own benefit. It's interesting, though. It's interesting the patterns we have. It's interesting where we get ourselves. We're pretty cool. We're pretty complex. Over the last few days, I've been um, exposed, we'll call it, to information about some certain practices that I've been questioning over the last year also, and I can't believe what I'm finding out. I'm still doing the research, so I can't share it all, but my point to you is if you want to know about something, 
give it some energy in a clear, concise way, and you will get the answers. You may not like them. Sorry, it's how it goes, but you will get them. We're in um, time right now where the energy is just yours for the asking. You want answers? Ask the questions. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. I, uh, yeah. And the validations? Wow. Wow. People just can't hide behind false fronts anymore. It's all coming out. So be who you are. Okay. So I just want to check the time, Kate. So let's get into our cord cutting. This is probably going to be a little intense. So I want you to stand up, wiggle, dance, shake, have a drink of water if you need it. I'll chat for a minute. If you need to go to the washroom, it's fine. Do what you need to do so that you can be fully present for this part. I know when we cut cords, we can feel unbalanced for a bit because there's an energy that's no longer there. Makes sense, right? Because you're letting go and releasing. I have to tell you, there's this bird that I get to hear every day outside my bedroom window is where I usually hear this bird. And it can't like be any more amazing. I don't know. Every time I hear this bird's song, I smile. It's just that uplifting. And lucky for me, I do live in the country. I live on a ranch, tons of trees. Grass is gorgeous. My cows are super happy right now. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my longhorn, my diva Annabelle. I think she's going to have a baby soon. She's looking like it. Unfortunately, she's older than, you know, dirt. (laughs) Annabelle's no longer young, and so sometimes she doesn't have enough milk, and we end up bottle feeding. But it's Annabelle's baby, so it's worth it. I know. Enjoy the simple things life offers you. Relish them. Give gratitude to them, because we don't know what tomorrow brings. So much craziness is happening Find some peace where you can. Yeah. And people that uh, annoy you or you don't like, watch karma happening. People that have done things to you or if you've done things to people, there's going to be karma all over the place. I don't know exactly what that means. Maybe we are shifting into a new era quicker or I don't know. But, man, if you want to watch karma... In action, just pay attention. Crazy. All right, here we go. As you become aware of your breathing, just notice it for a few moments. Take those moments to appreciate your breath. Then let's take three big, deep breaths. as deeply as you can as you begin to release 
and let go. These are the breaths that signal it's time to go within. Time to go within. As your own normal, natural breathing begins to occur. Allow the sense of imagining a gentle, warm, balmy breeze as it wafts around your body, around your head, neck, and shoulders. And as with every breath, as the breeze continues to move gently around your body, so do you gently and easily begin to release and let go. Becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. Across the upper back, circling around through the chest, a warm and nurturing feeling as the breeze continues to comfort you. Down both arms, hands, and fingers. As you release and let go, just letting go now. And with every breath you take, you may begin to wonder, are you breathing the breeze or is the breeze breathing you? With every breath, the breeze continues circling around through the mid-back and around through your solar plexus. Every breath taking you deeper and deeper. The gentle sensations of the warm, balmy breeze as it continues around through the lower back and circling around through your abs. Release and letting go, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. The breeze continues moving around your body, around your thighs, 
knees, your calves, ankles, and around through your feet. Now and with every breath. Becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable and calm and at ease so that now five, four, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.